This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. It's uh, Mike Davis. He's an independent journalist. He's a great lawyer. He's the founder of the, and the president of the Article 3 Project. Go to article3project.org. Mike, good to see you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. You know, sad day in America, although you're cracking me up on Twitter. We'll get into that in a second. Um, we see Alvin Bragg did what you and I wondered if he would do. This is after the previous DA in Manhattan said, no, there's nothing there. This is after the FEC said, no, there's nothing there. The AG, the DOJ, said there's nothing there. But Alvin Bragg, I guess, is law, and he knows that Trump is a bad guy. What the hell happened here, Mike? Yeah, that's a very good question because you know what? It was Alvin Bragg when he worked for the New York Attorney General's office. He was a senior person in the criminal division, and he's the one who pushed the prior Manhattan DA to decline these charges. So here we are after uh, a Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, become, you know, he, he becomes a politician. Now he's the Democrat DA. He takes a million dollars and George Soros support, and here we are with these bogus trumped-up charges against Trump. Yeah, but hold on a second. Yeah, yeah, hold on, Mike. Soros said he has never talked to Alvin Bragg. I don't know what this relationship is that you keep talking about. How dumb is that? He donates millions of dollars to a PAC that he knows is going to support Alvin Bragg and others, and then they try to pretend like there's separation between them? Is that weird? Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing that the Democrats say this would be a campaign finance violation. This is dark money. This is, <laughs> you know, evil dark money if right. the, the Republicans do it. But when George Soros does it, you're anti-Semitic for pointing it out. Yeah, anti-Semitic and George Soros is the guy that said that he worked with the Nazis as he was growing up. It's all very weird to me. It's uh, yep. Mike Davis, founder, president, Article 3 Project, article3project.org. So Alvin Bragg talks the previous DA into not doing it. Is it now your thought that it's because he wanted to do it the whole time? No, I, th- I just, I think that he's, once he became a politician, I think that this is very good for Alvin Bragg politically in Manhattan all the left-wing lunatics in Manhattan, all the limousine liberals who hate Trump are going to love this. You'll see Alvin Bragg will raise a lot of money. He'll raise his profile when he goes to his, you know, these Manhattan coffee shops and all these liberals are wearing their Ukraine COVID masks. He'll be a hero, right? But what Alvin Bragg is not understanding is is not only is this going to hurt the Democrat Party across the country. This is actually going to hurt our country quite a bit because we've crossed the Rubicon here. We have now indicted a former president who's running for office again. You you can't put this genie back in the bottle. This is very bad for the country. This is going to, this is, this is what we have become a third world 
Marxist hellhole banana republic when we start indicting uh, our political rivals like this. It's Mike Davis. You, you explained this the other day better than any anybody. I think you called it a nuisance settlement with somebody that a businessman would settle on, on just about anything. Um, this happens all the time in business where you make settlements, you have NDAs, you do all these things. We know Michael Cohen, their star witness, is a liar. We know Stormy Davis or Stormy Daniels said in, um, in 2018 that she never had a relationship with Trump. We now hear that Michael Cohen paid her the money, but Trump never reimbursed him. Mike, on their best day, what is Alvin Bragg's case here? Uh, it's Trump derangement because it, at, at best, this would be a misdemeanor for not properly maintaining your books. The misdemeanors in New York have a two-year statute of limitations. This doesn't even rise to the level of a misdemeanor. But at best, if you look at this, this would be a misdemeanor with a two-year statute of limitations that would have expired in 2018. So what Alvin Bragg is doing is he's trying to get Trump. And so he's bootstrapping federal election law, even though the Federal Election Commission rejected this theory, he's bootstrapping federal election law onto this New York, these New York misdemeanors and trying to transform this into a felony against Trump with a five-year statute of limitations. So you would think even with the five-year statute of limitations, that would end back in 2021. So it's going to be very interesting to see what his theory is to stretch out this statute of limitations on this bogus felony theory out to 20. 23. Maybe it's Trump paid his his lawyer. He continued to pay his lawyer. So therefore, Trump supposedly kept covering up this crime. It's just a nonsensical, laughable, laugh, laughable legal theory. And and again, if you look at the lawfare against Trump, and that's what what this is is lawfare against Trump. There are three cases right now against Trump. There's the Garland special counsel case with Jack Smith. He's looking at Trump having presidential records in the office of former president in Mar-a-Lago, which is allowed under the Presidential Records Act. Jack Smith is also looking at the January 6th, uh, objecting to the presidential election. So is uh, Fulton County DA Fannie Willis down at the Democrat down in Georgia. Both of these are looking at something that is legal. It is legal to object to presidential elections under the Electoral Count Act of 1887. If it were illegal, Democrats would be in jail for objecting in 1969, 2001, 2005, and 2017 to Republican wins. And so uh, not only is it permitted by the Electoral Count Act of 1887, it's also permitted by the First Amendment. So then we have this third case, which is the biggest dog of them all, which is uh, this Alvin Bragg case in Manhattan. It is a joke of a case. They're going to bring in a convicted felon, disbarred attorney, Michael Cohen, and a stripper, Stormy Daniels as their star witnesses under a legal theory that is even being laughed at by the New York Times and Washington Post. And and it's right to laugh at it because it's that stupid. But Mike, we talked about this before. It's Mike Davis, founder, president, Article 3 Project. Go to the website, article3project.org. I always appreciate the insight. We talked about this. This really is about the visual, isn't it? They want him in handcuffs. They want a mugshot. They want to be able to say on MSNBC, CNN, and NBC, ABC, CBS for the next two years, he's an indicted man running for president. That's really just about being able to, to label him just like they labeled him about the impeachments, right? Yeah, they're going to they're gonna manage to do the impossible here, which is make Donald Trump sympathetic. And I didn't think <laughs> it was possible. That's a very good point. They're going to make him sympathetic. And look, it may be in these deranged 
blue enclaves like Manhattan or Georgetown or Logan Circle in D.C., these like where these crazy leftists believe their own BS, that they think that this is a good thing. They should go talk to real Americans in the real world. This is backfiring spectacularly now. It's solidifying the Republican Party behind Trump, and it's going to guarantee that President Trump is back in the White House in January of 2025, and he's going to make me as acting attorney general, and you just wait. <laughs> those those three weeks before I get chased out of town, it's going to be holy hell for Democrats. I want to get into that in earnest because you are trolling some people big time on Twitter. Go follow him on Twitter. It's Mike Davis. What's interesting to me about this whole thing is that Trump's number since the original announcement of the possible indictment, and Trump said that he would be arrested the following Tuesday, which didn't happen, um, his poll numbers went up by 11 percentage points. I mean, it's already happened, hasn't it, Mike? Yeah, I mean, this is the same thing that happened with the moral algorithm. I think his poll numbers went up by like 11 points. He, the Democrats are bringing Trump back from the political dead. They're going to guarantee they, – they think that they're, they're influencing this election. They think that Trump's easier to beat. But what's going to backfire on them is, is we're going to get President Trump's second term. Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida yesterday jumped into the fray without naming Trump again. He's done this recently where he doesn't say his name, but he says that we will not uh, um, uh, take part in any extradition from a Soros-backed DA in Manhattan. Um, The governor would have to play ball if Trump said, I'm not going to go. It looks like Trump is going to go. But um, what is, if we don't even know if it's a misdemeanor or a felony, do we know that these are felonies because it's sealed? Do we know that the, the grand jury has to has to toss up indictments that are felonies or could this be a bunch of misdemeanors? Now, this is, these are felonies. Otherwise, we'd be beyond the statute of limitations. And look, I am a huge Trump fan. I'm supporting Trump for president. I'm also a huge Governor DeSantis fan. Yeah. I like them both. I would love Trump to pick DeSantis. I, I very much appreciate what DeSantis is doing here because he's showing that what's happening here is so much bigger than his own personal political yes. agenda. It's so much bigger than our, our party, the Republican Party. It's so much bigger than Trump. This is about our republic. You cannot prosecute political enemies with baseless criminal allegations like Alvin Bragg is doing here. This is a recipe for our country to fail. And maybe that's what Alan, Alvin Bragg wants, because, I mean, he is a George Soros prosecutor. He does take, a, uh, you know, he takes a million dollars in George Soros' support, and George Soros clearly hates this country. It's uh, Mike Davis. Go to article3project.org. See him on Fox News all the time. You see him on television all the time. He's a great political mind, a great legal mind as well. Uh, when it comes to these being felonies, okay, I get it now. The Santis can stand in the way. If he doesn't want to play ball with the feds, he can say Trump doesn't have to go. Trump, uh, again, his lawyers have said he's going to go next Tuesday. What if he changes his mind? If he doesn't want to go, he just doesn't go? Well, I mean, I, Trump's going to go. I mean, Trump's going to go. He'll, he'll surrender himself uh, to the Manhattan DA's office. Trump, Trump, Trump doesn't need to run here. This is such a joke of a case. Trump does not need to run. It's only going to help him politically. This this is a dog of a case. Alvin Bragg knows it's a dog of a case. That's why he pushed the prior DA to decline it. So this is purely political. This is actually malicious prosecution. Yes. And I hope that Alvin Bragg, this won't happen because it's New York and they're all a bunch of lunatics. They are the lawyers, the judges, all of them. But Alvin Bragg, if we lived in a sane society, Alvin Bragg would be dis, would be disbarred right now. I couldn't agree more. It's Mike Davis. Mike, I wonder, yesterday I tweeted out, Jim Jordan, James Comer, uh, everybody who's a lead in these committees should subpoena Alvin Bragg. I know that they invited him and he said no to the invitation. Can they subpoena him on uh, on these felony charges? that obviously everybody uh, from the feds on down already looked at and said there's nothing here. Can they subpoena him? Do they have that ability or not? Absolutely. The, the Congress has 
pretty much plenary power to subpoena when it comes to a legislative purpose. There's absolutely a legitimate legislative purpose here because under Section 5 of the 14th Amendment, states are required to provide due process and equal protection to their citizens. And Congress has the power to legislate under Section 5 of the 14th Amendment. So that's an obvious hook right there. There's also the fact that New York and Manhattan, including the DA's office, takes federal funding. You need to make sure that that funding is being spent appropriately. If they're spending money in the Manhattan DA's office with these political prosecutions and not old ladies getting uh, you know, murdered on the subway, right. maybe we shouldn't be spending this federal money that way. But also need to look at this misinterpretation by Alvin Bragg of a federal statute. They're, they're looking at federal election law to bring the, this bogus felony in New York. And finally, is there any collusion between the Biden Justice Department and Alvin Bragg's office? We know that Alvin Bragg hired someone from the Biden Justice Department to come help lead his investigation. And, and then there's also the, the interference with the presidential election. So yes. there are five rock solid reasons why House Republicans have every legitimate reason, legislative reason to haul Alvin Bragg's uh, big behind down to D.C. and put him in a chair. I couldn't agree more. I hope they do that. I really do. Jim Jordan's got a backbone. He should do that immediately. It's uh, Mike Davis. That was the next question about colluding with the Biden administration. Is there any way, in your opinion, just going to call for opinion now, that Alvin Bragg pulls the trigger on this without talking to Merrick Garland or somebody at the DOJ? There's no chance. This was, there's no chance that he's going to indict a the leading presidential candidate for their, his own party's uh, against his own party's president, there's no chance that he didn't have conversations with someone within the Biden Justice Department or the broader Biden administration. And, and they need to, they, they should haul him in before Congress and find out. Are there righteous um, um, comparisons we can make to Hillary Clinton buying the dossier and uh, obviously trying to affect the outcome of an election and James Comey coming out and saying, yeah, no prosecutor would really take this case. Or even going back to Bill Clinton paying off Paula Jones, $850,000. Nobody even thought about prosecuting the guy about that. Can we make those comparisons? Well, Hillary's case is actually worse because she actually used campaign funds to right. do the, the Steele dossier. There's no allegation you that Trump used any campaign funds here. So there would be no reason for there, for there to be a federal election violation. The allegation is, is that Trump's attorney, Michael Cohen, paid the money, $130,000, to make this nuisance claim go away. Even right. if Trump paid the money, it's not a federal election violation. But Comey came out, and he, it was July 5th or 6th that he came out and went for 14 minutes and went on and on and on about how she should be prosecuted, and in the end saying no, no prosecutor would bring a case. So uh, how does how does that happen? There's certainly two tiers of, of the legal system here, right? Yeah, I mean, rem you have to remember what James Comey, Comey, he is a narcissistic looney tune. He's a sociopath. George W. Bush fired him as the deputy attorney general back in 2005 when I worked in the Bush 43 White House. Obama, you know, stupidly hired him as his FBI director to kind of stick it to Bush back when Bush was the bad guy. You know, now now Bush is their their angel. And right. And then Comey, you know, had to be all over the news, make the headlines. He was just a narcissistic, looney tune sociopath. And he had to interject himself into the presidential election like he did at Burnt Hillary last time. He just tweeted out yesterday how happy he is about this indictment. The guy's a, the guy's a sociopath. Yeah, it's a great day in America, something like that. The guy's an idiot. Uh, he's a horrible man, and, and he proves that every time he, he goes to the Twitter. It's Mike Davis. Go to article3project.org. Let's role play a little bit. Trump wins. You're the acting attorney general for three weeks uh, before you get to the Senate hearings, and you say that you're not even going to make it that far. What do you do as soon as you get in office? 
Well, I, I wouldn't be nominated because there's no chance I would get confirmed. I don't want to make my old boss, Chuck Grassley, have to give me the one charity vote and right. ruin his 60-year political career. So uh, what, what I would do as the acting attorney general, I would go in there and I would start firing people immediately. I would fire senior officials at the Justice Department, senior career officials at the Justice Department, the deep state. Uh, I would fire people at the FBI. I would I would tell that the prosecutors have to give a very serious look to any and all allegations against the Obamas, the Bidens, the Clintons, George Soros, Antifa, BLM, the abortion industry, Planned Parenthood, the trans industry on kids. I would unleash holy hell on the Democrats. And I would love that. I think most of America at this point would... I think I, I got to tell you, Mike, people want it all cleaned up. Trump's yep. mistake, and, and I talked to him about this face-to-face when I was at the White House, his mistake was believing that it wasn't as bad as it was. You, you know what I mean? He knew it was bad, but he never imagined it was like this. No, it would under acting Attorney General Mike Davis in my three-week reign of terror at the Justice Department, I would absolutely clean house. There, that we we would we would deli- we look. I always say two wrongs don't make it right, but it makes it even. And I would there there would be hell to pay. Mike, how does this thing shake out? I've got maybe twenty seconds left with you, and I appreciate you making time today. How does it shake out? He goes in next Tuesday, does the mug shot with a big wry smile. Then what happens? Uh, I think that the president's attorneys are going to have to file a motion on the sufficiency of the indictments to try to get it thrown out uh, because this is not a legal violation under the law. It's a bogus legal theory. Uh, We haven't had a Republican governor in New York since Pataki, I think. So, I mean, what, over 20 years, you're not going to have any sympathetic judge. These are all Democrat judges. They're all leftists. They're they're Trump deranged at every level, at the trial level, at the court at the appellate level at the New York Court of Appeals, which is their state Supreme Court, uh, he's not going to get a fair hearing in New York at all. So that's why uh, it's important that people get out and vote. People get out and vote. The Congress hold, that does their important oversight over the five key issues that we just discussed. We need to we need to go on offense here. I'm tired of Republicans being weak and stupid and being on defense. Could not agree with you more. Mike Davis, go to article3project.org. It's the number three. Article3project.org. Sign up for the newsletter. Mike, thanks a million. I appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Make sure you go and follow Mike. He is trolling the left on Twitter, uh, and he's doing a great job with it. Look up Mike Davis and look up people, or uh, it's M. Uh, let me make sure that I have exactly what it is. I want to make sure that I have exactly right because he's got a a bunch of letters strung together as his Twitter account, but uh, but it's worth it. M R M. I'm sorry. M R D D M I A. M-R-D-D-M-I-A for Mike Davis over on Twitter. If you're in my chat room, you'll see it. I just posted it over there as well. You can do so by stopping at JoePags.com and you click on Watch Now. Uh, another big hour next hour will be Dr. Jesse Lopez at the bottom. We're going to talk about the latest on remdesivir. And there's a study about ivermectin where they allege that it doesn't work. But then we find out who did the study and her connection to the company that makes remdesivir. And you might start thinking to yourself, oh, wait a second, what's going on? Plus, why did Moderna give... 400 million plus to the CDC. How does that make any sense for a pharmaceutical company to be giving almost half a billion dollars to a governmental agency 
that then tells us or recommends to us what we should or shouldn't do. All pretty weird. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.